And you know what I think that comes from too, like back to the very beginning of what we were talking about, about women in the workplace, that perfectionist piece that you can't make mistakes or something's wrong. Well, guess what? If you start reading quantum leadership, quantum physics, innovation comes out of mistakes and chaos. Mm -hmm. And so do we want to be a cog in a wheel or do we want to be innovative and creative and not be so hard on ourselves when we make a mistake. Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. I want to tell you a little bit more about my guest today and introduce you to her. Amy Lynn Durham is the founder of Create Magic at Work and a UC Berkeley certified executive coach. Amy is certified to coach in the 21 skills associated with spiritual intelligence, SQ, using the SQ21 assessment and an emotional intelligence practitioner, EQ. She has spent years in the corporate world successfully managing hundreds of employees for private and publicly traded companies. Create Magic at Work's intention is to offer spiritual intelligence and emotional intelligence to energize and transform the workplace. As an expert in building positive company cultures, Amy designed Create Magic at Work to bring a variety of services and strategies to aid in cultivating teamwork and harmony in order to improve profits and employee morale through executive coaching, coaching and debriefing the 21 skills of the SQ21 assessment, facilitating the Create Magic at Work membership group, transformative Create Magic at Work workshops, and virtual group coaching sessions. All right, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode with Amy. All right, everyone, I am so excited to welcome my guest today. We've got Amy with us. Amy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I'm happy to be here. Yes, I am so excited for today's topic. As soon as I got introduced to it, I was like, I need to know more. So Amy has someone who reaches out on her behalf so that she can book more podcasts, which honestly, I should probably check that out at some point in my life too. It takes a lot of work. So I'm glad that you have someone who is helping do that. And it was a really great transition. They gave me all the information. And once I got to meet with Amy, I knew I had to have her on the podcast. So I am really excited for today's topic and to share you with all of the listeners today. Thank you. I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Yes. So I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit more uh, personally and professionally and uh, share a little bit more with the audience today. Okay, great. So I'm Amy Lynn Durham. I'm the founder of Create Magic at Work. I'm a former corporate executive that experienced loneliness and burnout in the workplace and also felt that there was a lid on my creativity. So I decided to leave my corporate executive job and then re-inject myself into the workplace to bring heart and human connection to all spaces so everyone can bring their full authentic selves to work. And that's sort of the mission behind Create Magic at Work. 
And we do that through spiritual intelligence and also some fun team build activities that skill build in that area. Yeah, I love that. What about outside of work for fun? What are you passionate about or what brings you joy? It changes. (laughs) Currently, I have a new Cavapoo puppy and he's the cutest thing on the planet. So he's taking up a lot of my time. I think my boyfriend feels like he's a little bit put in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do that. Exactly. And I'm actually renovating some parts of my home right now to give it a facelift. So obsessed with that currently. Awesome. I love it. Seems like a lot of people, especially at the height or the beginning of COVID, we saw everyone out in their yards doing all of the renovations and yard work. Seemed like it was a great time to do that. So hopefully you have all the supplies you need. I've heard that there's a lot of shortages on paint and whatnot. Yeah. We were trying to move and the real estate prices skyrocketed and mm-hmm. I just refuse. I live in California, so I just refuse to pay more for what I think is less. <laughs> yep. And so I'm like, okay, let's just spruce up what we have for now and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. Well, great. I am excited to jump into some of these questions, especially talking more about creating magic at work and and that whole idea. I love what you said about showing up as your authentic self. And I think more companies are doing that with bringing in that authenticity and not so much maybe micromanaging and conforming. So I think we're headed in a good direction, but we have so so long to go. What is spiritual intelligence for those who aren't as familiar with the term? Mm -hmm. Spiritual intelligence, there's a few definitions and I'll share both of them with you. Mm -hmm. The first is from Cindy Wigglesworth. She designed the SQ21 assessment for individuals and it's for the workplace. And her definition is the ability to maintain inner and outer peace regardless of the situation. And then there's another amazing woman that has done a lot of work in the spiritual intelligence space. Her name is Dana Zohar. She's a physicist and a philosopher, and she has a ton of books out on this. And she, I'm just going to paraphrase. I mean, she's a physicist. Yeah. (laughs) And she ties SQ and spiritual intelligence into quantum leadership, which is phenomenal. But She talks about how it's the ability to put your day-to-day concerns aside and operate from a big picture space. It's a faith neutral Mm -hmm. practice. It is for the workplace. It is a set of skills that you can develop just like anything else. And it basically takes you next level as a leader once you start working on these skills. For anyone tuning in, if we refer to it as SQ for spiritual intelligence, same with EQ for emotional intelligence. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. that that will be mentioned a couple of different times. Well, I love that. I love that more of that is being brought into the workplace and, and how you're doing that specifically because it's certainly needed, especially as women leaning more into that. So often we feel that we can't show emotions at work or we have to put on this front or you know, put on a different persona that isn't authentic to us. And then we're wondering why we feel so burnt out and drained by the end of the day, because we're trying to operate in a way that doesn't feel authentic to us. So I think that uh, what you're doing is great. Yeah, that's 
very profound what you just said. And I have a lot of thoughts on that. If you want me to share yeah, a few please. of my well, Yeah, please. One of the main reasons I feel is because women were placed in systems that weren't created for them in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so they feel like you're actually talking about this energetic burnout feeling that they're feeling because they're not able to be who they are authentically in the workplace because they're, it's almost like trying to fit. I don't know if, if this is the right proper saying, but it's almost like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Yep. Workplace systems in general were created by men for men. When we work in these environments, we sign up to kind of play the game and we see these systems that we're in. And when we start accommodating to them, we, gosh, I hate to say it because a lot of us have to have a job and pay our bills and everything like that, but we are selling out our Mm -hmm. authenticity a little bit. I did it for years. Mm -hmm. I was a corporate executive. I was the only woman on the team and I had to play the game and go by the rules. And a lot of the higher C-suite male leadership, I had to play by their rules, but I'm hoping to flip the script on that. I, (laughs) when I decided to leave my job, I planned it for a year and I didn't tell anybody. And I left the office the day I decided to plan it for a year. And I was nervous. How am I going to do this? How am I going to have money to do this? Um, I'm going to go out on my own. I went into, I'm adding this extra story in because I want everyone to look for inspirational signs and symbols in their life. I went to a store and there was a magnet that said leap and the net will appear and just jumping out at me. Mm -hmm. And I grabbed it and it's on my refrigerator to this day. And what I'm finding as I became an executive coach with the UC Berkeley, an SQ21 certified coach on this roller coaster journey as an entrepreneur, is we're looking back that these men need this even more than, we, than women do sometimes yeah. Yeah. because they are placed in a system that says they cannot show vulnerability whatsoever. Crying mm-hmm. at work, come on, right? Right. That's a sign of weakness as far as what they have been shown or modeled Mm -hmm. in the workplace. It's a very patriarchal system that is not positive masculine energy. Mm -hmm. If we can get to a place where we can have the two come together in a healthy balance, I think the workplace will be a beautiful place. And I think SQ helps with that quite a bit on both sides. Definitely. Yes. Not just for women by any means, but yeah, I, I agree with everything that you're saying. Thank you so much for sharing that extra story. I think that's beautiful. So Amy, why do you think emotional intelligence is important with self-awareness? Mm-hmm. So let me go back a little bit and share. You can get to SQ by way of EQ. So if you picture a pyramid, kind of like Maslow's hierarchy, if you're familiar with that, but just change it around. And the bottom of the pyramid is PQ, physical intelligence. The next one's IQ. The next layer is EQ. And then the top of that pyramid is SQ. So if you're working on your emotional intelligence, if you're really becoming self-aware, you just asked me what is Mm self-awareness, that is becoming self-aware of your emotions what's affecting you and how can you manage them in a way that helps you heal and grow 
So that's where the emotional intelligence journey kind of starts. And in the adult development theory, your brain is really able to exhibit compassion around your early to mid twenties. And that's where your EQ can really start to be elevated. Mm -hmm. Then you can move from that into SQ, which some of the skills of SQ are, what is my life purpose? Do I really know what my values are? Can I sustain faith during difficult times? Can I make wise and compassionate decisions? Am I aware of my worldview? Am I aware that other people have different worldviews, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. I love how you talk about it in that pyramid because when we're younger, I don't think we are as aware. And of course, part of awareness is being curious and and searching these things out, whether it's via podcasts or other books or whatever it may be. But when you are starting, I mean, I think back to me when I was in my early 20s and didn't, I mean, I don't even know if podcasts were around then, but trying to figure out, I was very much more reactive. And that's where I think it was that very much of that bottom of the pyramid and then starting to move up and, and learning and growing over time. So if anyone's tuning in here and you're in those maybe early to mid twenties, don't feel like you are behind by any means. If you're tuning in today, that means you're headed in the right direction and you're curious and you're wanting to learn. And that's a huge step. And if you're learning more about emotional intelligence, self-awareness and spiritual intelligence, these are things that are going to be so helpful along in your career. Yeah, absolutely. It'll actually give you an edge over others in a super positive way because Mm -hmm. you'll be interacting with people and it'll be a win-win. It's, it's just amazing the productivity and the profitability that increases when people skill build on SQ or EQ. And you don't have to be cutthroat. You don't have to be competitive. You don't have to treat people poorly. Mm-hmm. You actually can make more money and be kind and collaborative mm-hmm. and be your authentic self. Yeah, I, I think a big point for me in my career was in one place that I worked at, they were very much, if you were a leader, you could not have much interaction other than talking about work with your team members and you couldn't uh, hang out outside of work. They had so many liabilities that they were worried about and mm-hmm. I get that to a degree, but we're all adults and can make decisions and also understand that there are consequences as well. But when I moved to a different startup, it was such a different culture. And my manager, he was the first one there that encouraged me to be vulnerable with my team and encouraged me to create deeper relationships that weren't only about work. And when I did that, my leadership abilities completely shifted. And that's what you're saying with leaning more into that and opening up those vulnerabilities, showing up more as my authentic self. I could feel that shift in my leadership by opening that up. And sometimes it's super scary, but it's so worth it in the end, much more than the fear will ever be. Definitely. Because what you're talking about is you were showing whoever you were working with that you're human. (laughs) And, you know, that company that you mentioned before that you were talking about, they were so afraid of liabilities who is going to fire you for maybe starting a meeting saying, Hey, why don't we share what we're grateful for today or sue you? I I mean, I don't, 
(laughs) those, those types of cultures are probably not going to last in our new future where we are bringing heart and human connection to the workplace, because exactly what you just said, you're going to make a choice to choose for the company that's connecting, that you feel valued, that you feel a connection with others. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. Okay, so I talk about this a lot, but Harvard Business Review came out with an article called, called The Loneliest Workers in America. And mm-hmm. they equated feelings of isolation to the healthcare costs of smoking 15 cigarettes a day mm-hmm. in the workplace. That's a big cost to companies. You want to talk about a liability? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big cost. It doesn't take much to do some fun connecting activities on the clock if you will, on the clock. Right. Yeah. Um, Don't do it during people's personal time because that's not sending the right message. Mm -hmm. But what you'll see is individuals connecting with each other. And then maybe Amy noticed that Nicole's having a hard day. She knows Mm -hmm. why. So she's going to reach out to her later and maybe lend a helping hand on a project Nicole's working on when normally she'd be like, whatever, I don't even know her. Exactly. Yeah, it is all about that connection. I I agree. Yeah. You mentioned earlier the importance of emotional intelligence around those mid to late 20s up to their mid 30s. Can you go a little bit more into why emotional intelligence is so important in that stage? It's important throughout your whole life, I would say, but in that, (laughs) but in that stage in particular, just in the adult development theory is it shows that your brain is developed enough to show compassion and to exercise that in your life. Now we're all human. So I'm sure there's exceptions to that. I'm sure there's a, a guru that's 10 out there that I haven't met yet or something, but overall that that's the reason why. And then when you move into SQ, that's when you can really start skill building on working from your higher self versus your ego. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the place within you that comes from wisdom and compassion, your higher self. Perfect. Thank you so much for providing a little bit more clarity on that. Yeah, definitely. So Amy, how can both EQ and SQ help aid you in your career as an aspiring leader? Let's say you're not in a leadership role yet, Mm -hmm. but you want to be seen as a leader or um, are working towards that. How can that help? So if we're starting with EQ, huge help because you're going to have more self-awareness of when you're triggered at work. And then you're going to come up with an emotional management strategy around that. Mm-hmm. And then by doing that, it's going to help you create more connection and show up as a leader with others. That doesn't mean holding in your tears, but it means right. being an authentic leader. I'll offer an activity. I did it with a bunch of pharmacy students at USC. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they were in that younger age range developing EQ. Yeah. And what we did, this is a, a part of my book, is I walked them through creating an appreciation anchor. So if you feel triggered, you can hold on to an item physically and it can help bring you back to that grounded calm level because it pushes back on your negativity bias because your brain can experience gratitude and anxiety at the same time. Mm. So for the workplace, if you can choose something that you can hold on to if you're feeling triggered, 
it'll really help you calm down if you really focus on it. That's one piece of EQ that I'm offering that you can do um, is yeah. have a create an appreciation anchor. I use crystals. <laughs> I love it. I have so, crystals yeah. too. So I have a, this is a fluorite wand that I would hold on to when I would speak uh-huh. way back when I was nervous about speaking. Now I just love to talk to everyone. <laughs> I've done it so <laughs> much. It. Yeah. But you don't have to use a crystal. You can use a picture of someone that you're fond of, your child, your, your puppy, anything mm-hmm. that pulls you out of that flooded state back into something that you're grateful for in your life. The science mm-hmm. behind it will pull you back in and help you not be as triggered at work. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And for spiritual intelligence, what would you maybe share as a piece of advice for someone looking to be seen as an aspiring leader? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> my biggest piece of advice right now, and I'm not selling myself in any way, because you have to be the right fit for this is to take the SQ 21 assessment. It's Perfect. 21 skills and there's no judgment. It ranks you on what your skill level is on the 21 skills of SQ. Do you know your worldview? Can you sustain faith during difficult times? Can you make wise and compassionate decisions? Can you be a wise and effective change agent in the workplace? Mm -hmm. It'll rank you on those skills. And then you can see what level you're at on a level of one to five. And then you'll get advice from there on how to grow in whatever skill resonates with you. You don't have to dive into all 21 if you don't even care about 10 of them, that's fine. Pick if you're like, I really want to work on being a common healing presence. Great. Let's dive into that. Yes. So Mm -hmm. with that assessment, is there a cost to taking the initial assessment or what does that look like? There is. Yeah. I'm an SQ21 certified coach. So to take the assessment and then do a debrief with me, the cost is $4.99. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's worth I mean, especially if anyone is wanting to grow into leadership positions and, and again, like you said, have an Mm -hmm. edge, I think that that's something really helpful. So I will definitely plug your information towards the end, but I would highly recommend to anyone tuning in to take that assessment and see how Amy can help you. Yeah. It's really been life-changing for me and I've been on a spiritual journey for quite some time, but you have it for the rest of your life. So you can reference back to it. I pick one skill to work on for a whole year. Wow. And it's deep inner work. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. (laughs) That's why we got to make it fun with the create magic at work, like fun tools with the crystals and the, because the deep inner work, you know, you got to have a balance. I (laughs) agree. I love that you're thoughtful of that. How do you walk someone through inviting spiritual intelligence into their emotional intelligence and leading them to lean into their life purpose. Mm. If you're getting to a point in your life, no matter what age you are, where you feel like, hey, I've got a pretty good handle on recognizing when I'm triggered, you're not going to be perfect. I Mm -hmm. still lose my center, if you want to call it that. And <laughs> I was going to say something else after losing my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think the key is the recognize, repair, and recover. I say that a lot. Uh, and not beating yourself up about it. And then once you get to that place where you start questioning, we start asking questions like, why am I here? And what am I meant to do in my life? When you start seeking questions like that, 
I think you're dipping into the SQ space. Yes. I think that's perfect. I wrote that down so that I remember recognize, repair, and recover. Because you're right. We're all going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. Even if we've practiced something a million times, there are going to be different things that challenge us. And again, that helps us to continue to grow. It helps us to continue to be relatable and empathize with other Mm. people. There's been so many things I feel like I've gotten so great at. And then all of a sudden, some other angle comes at me and I'm back to square one. So I definitely appreciate your thought on that. Yeah. And you know what I think that comes from too, like back to the very beginning of what we were talking about, about women in the workplace, that perfectionist piece that you can't make mistakes or something's wrong. Well, guess what? If you start reading quantum leadership, quantum physics, innovation comes out of mistakes and chaos. Mm -hmm. And so do we want to be a cog in a wheel or do we want Mm -hmm. to be innovative and creative and not be so hard on ourselves when we make a mistake. Yeah, I agree. And I think part of that comes with having good leaders above us to to tell us that we aren't making all these mistakes and we can't recover from them. I have a friend who she shared with her leader that she's very hard on herself and will often overanalyze and overthink things, especially if something went wrong. She uh, will have some of those negative thoughts of, oh my gosh, I could have done this better. Why didn't I do this? What I should have, I should have, I should have, right? And she had shared that with her leader in one of their meetings. And it was really cool when I heard her say, you know what, I had a really bad day at work. I, I screwed some things up. And later on, my boss called me and checked in on me because they're working remotely. She said, I just wanted to check in on you. I know that you're really hard on yourself when things go wrong. And I wanted to let you know that I feel like I could have even handled how I responded and gave you that initial feedback. And I'm going to continue working on that as well, because this was such a small error and I could have set you up better for success. And had I done that, maybe you wouldn't have been so hard on yourself. So I, I wanted to check in and I thought that was really cool. And, and part of that was because she was vulnerable to say, I'm really hard on myself when things go wrong and for her leader to also recognize even when they're not in the same work environment to know she's probably taking this really hard I could reach out and uh, let her know that it's going to be okay yeah amazing you're I mean basically talking about creating psychological safety in the workplace yes yeah you're right and encouraging people to not be afraid to share failures or perceived failures, perceived weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And just keep that in mind that this bigger picture that I, I can barely wrap my brain around because I was in it for so long that actual innovation comes from mistakes and chaos. Yeah, that's such a good point to reflect back even for myself because it's hard to put yourself out there and and do something that's new or different or knowing that it could go wrong. And then once you figure out a a right path after some of those mistakes, it does feel so much better, but you're right. Sometimes during that it's, it's definitely chaotic and a lot of errors. (laughs) So how would you say that SQ would help someone Mm -hmm. maybe make more compassionate and wise decisions, like specifically with spiritual intelligence? Mm -hmm. A lot of individuals that take the SQ-21 assessment, I have been, it's confidential, but I have been surprised at the rate 
of the skill level that comes through on making compassionate wise decisions. Mm -hmm. Individuals that are doing some deep work in the corporate space to try to make changes, I've seen score lower than they would have liked. And biggest piece that I offer, I'm I'm not perfect myself, is stay curious and don't Mm -hmm. rush to judgment. If you can stay curious and try to put yourself in someone else's shoes and ask meaningful questions instead of rushing to judgment, that will be a game changer for you in the workplace. Game changer. I had an individual that was super upset, a client, because a colleague had ghosted them (laughs) on a project like three days before. And this is unheard of. How do you just disappear and not do your part? I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm very angry. So at that point you have to stop. That's the EQ part, right? You're getting triggered. Take take a breath. Now stay curious. What could have happened in this individual's life that made them ghost this project? What, Mm -hmm. you know, reframe the story. What's the story you're making up in your head because you really don't know. Well, if you're making up a story in your head anyways, make up a wise and compassionate one (laughs) and try to come from that place. And then there's another piece. There's two more things I'll add to that. There's Mm -hmm. a skill building, like weightlifting at the gym, start small. And then you get to hire things like if you're in the grocery store self-checkout line and someone's in front of you that has 20 items and it's supposed to be 15. Yeah. And you're like, how's this person holding me up? And they're in the wrong line. That, 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 you know, reframe, stay curious. Maybe they didn't see the sign. Maybe they're rushed. So you can start there and then you can take yourself into deeper issues where you might be judging others. And then you put yourself where you start thinking, okay, if I lived the same life as that person, and if I had the same life experiences that they went through, would I behave in that way or what I have made these same decisions maybe right yeah yeah I'd like that thought because I I have done also a ton of work over the even just the past few years and you're right when you start thinking of what the story is or trying to believe the best or whatever that may be it takes some serious work but I have such better days when that happens when I'm maybe driving into the workplace and someone cuts me off I could certainly think of all the worst things of why they left late or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be but that like what's that going to do for my day nothing good but if I can think of a more compassionate type of a story of why they are driving faster or uh, maybe cut me off whatever that may be and same thing like you mentioned in the grocery store or whatever our interactions are I I love what you mentioned of stopping and taking a moment, recognizing you're getting triggered or frustrated, and then being able to take a moment to stay curious and create a better story than, and you don't even need to really know the reality. I mean, unless it's someone you're actually working with and again, believing the best or assuming the best is, is always a great route to take. Yep. I mean, because I guarantee you've cut off some before. (laughs) And I may or not have even been, realized been, it. Exactly. Yeah. Or you've been speeding and, and you were in a rush to get somewhere. So mm-hmm. it's definitely reframing the story in your mind. And if you think about it, 
taking it a little deeper, lashing out in that way is putting yourself in a victim mode. Yeah. Why did this person cut me off? I can't believe they did this to me. Now I'm a victim. Yep. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Right there. Yep. You're right. I love it. Good way to think about that as well as, as not being the victim of those stories we're even making up in our own Exactly. Yeah. The whole world we live in is quite interesting, isn't it? In our, with ourselves. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> it is so funny, the stories we tell ourselves. If someone doesn't message us back fast enough or if they didn't use the right punctuation or whatever, it's, it's so many stories. Yep. I love it. Well, Amy, I have loved having you on the podcast today. I feel like all the things you shared, I was thinking of all of these different beautiful like Instagram shareworthy posts I could share <laughs> of all of your wisdom. So that that's great. I appreciate all of uh, what you've shared with us today. I do have two more things. I want you to share where people can find you and connect with you, purchase your book. And then I think you had mentioned some journal prompt cards and I was maybe going to see if we could talk about those a little bit and maybe if you had a prompt to read to the listeners today. Sure. So if you want to be a magic maker, you can go to createmagicatwork.net. And if you purchase my book from the website, I send you a free flying wish paper kit so you can set intentions for your life for the workplace. It's really fun. You can light something on fire, send it out to the universe. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, the book is a lot of really fun connections connecting team build activities for the workplace. So it'll lighten things up for you. And then if you follow me on LinkedIn under Amy Lynn Durham, I do a weekly workplace message. And every week I pull a card from my journal prompt card deck. I have a section in my book called journaling with a twist. Mm-hmm. And every week I pull a card meant for everyone for the workplace and career from a message from the universe. So yeah, I offered to pull a card for your listeners today. So yes, I'm so excited. Let's take a deep breath. I have my deck here. It's a 33. We'll see. There's one flying out here. So it's trying to talk to your people. (laughs) I always like, I can't ignore it. Okay. (laughs) So the card, and I'll send you a picture of it so you could share. But the uh, message that came up is power. And the affirmation is, I make wise decisions, keeping the big picture in mind. The questions to think about and to journal about are what areas have I been avoiding through indecision? Mm. And what can I clear from my life to help me move forward to a better future? Wow, I love that. Yeah, and each card has an illustration on it. With They're super simple, but they have deep symbolism. I work with a magical oh. mermaid artist, and you can find the deck of 33 journal prompt cards on my website, too, under the products tab, createmagicatwork.net products. Perfect. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to head right over and get those for myself. I loved it. Yes, that's that's so great. Thank you so much, Amy. Well, great. It was so great having you on here today. Everyone, go follow Amy on LinkedIn as well. Uh, connect with her. Go take the assessment. And then also head over to Patreon. It will be linked as well in the show notes. But the bonus question that we're going to talk about is... How can someone start welcoming more spiritual intelligence into their daily lives? All right, Amy, thank you so much for uh, coming on today. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Thank you. Of course.
Wow, what a great episode with Amy. She is amazing and it was such a fun conversation. She since has sent me her journal prompt cards and they are nothing short of amazing. The artwork on them is beautiful and I am excited. I am not one to journal daily, but I love that this is something in regards to work and a little bit of that self-reflection as well. So this is right up my alley and I would imagine it is right up yours as well. So head over to her website, www.createmagicatwork.net and purchase her journal prompt cards because they are amazing and I think it could be great to implement with some of your coworkers as well. I am excited to dedicate some time and I will be sharing some of the different prompts that I do and share what my thoughts are. Amy also sent her book, Create Magic at Work, and I loved reading it. It is a short read with a lot of great information in it, and I highly recommend heading over to her website and putting that in your cart as well. It is helpful information that you can read quickly, and it helps you with journaling, talking about how you can having more intention, as well as quick ways to make an impact. So I I really appreciated that and I'm going to be reading through it several more times to help implement it in my day-to-day life in the workplace. As far as a life update, I have been setting up interviews to be on other podcasts. So if you are interested in hearing different information from me that I don't necessarily always share on this podcast, it might be cool to check out. So I recently did an interview in person, which was a super fun experience, and I was able to interview with the Silver Linings podcast through a local company here in Salt Lake City. It's Motivosity, and they are a recognition platform for companies. It was so much fun interviewing with them. They have episodes for HR listeners specifically. I haven't tuned into those as often, but they also have plenty other episodes that I think were so interesting, uh, especially the one that is called Don't Hug Me at Work or Do. That one was hilarious. I can't say I was as funny as that podcast episode by any means, but it was such a great discussion talking about my coaching as a women's leadership and career coach. We talked about the podcast as well as my new corporate program, Grovio, and how they all complement each other because that's really how Grovio was created was out of the thought process of helping to create more female leaders and the support that these women would need within the workplace, which of course led me to starting the podcast to offer free resources to all of you out there who are wanting to grow and learn and progress in your careers. So when I created Grovio, it was a beautiful meld of all of the things to complement the podcast, to complement my coaching. All the things that I talk about through the program in Grovio are things that I talk about with these female clients who I work with all the time. So it's content that can be consumed at a larger scale for these companies. And it was so much fun being able to explain that a little bit further, talking about my story and and why I created it all. Why did I head down the route of coaching? Why create a corporate program as well? Where did I see certain gaps that I felt weren't being filled by other programs? And how I decided to uh, 
create something that would help solve that issue. So that was a lot of fun. I've got some other podcast interviews coming up as well. As soon as I get those recorded, I will let you know. Typically, if you search my name in the podcast app that you're looking for, typically I only know Apple Podcasts because that's what I use. But if you search my name, you'll be able to find other options. And I'm also going to put a spot on the website, on my website, NicoleHarrop.com, to where you can go tune in to some of those other episodes that I've been featured on. I'm working on a way to have that organized a little bit more uh, clearly. That is a little bit of an update for me. I have definitely been busy with scheduling some of those podcast interviews. I'm still interviewing for some full-time work as well, and I've had some success. I've had some failures or learning opportunities, and I am so excited to share a future episode all about my journey, but that's going to require me to get hired with the right company first. So stay tuned on that front. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.